Psalm 131. Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor mine eyes lofty, neither do I exercise myself in great matters or in things too high for me. Surely I have behaved and quieted myself as a child that is weaned of his mother. My soul is even as a weaned child. Let Israel hope in the Lord from henceforth and forever. Amen. Good morning. I have a well-known subject to speak on this morning, but it's also a very difficult point uh, to break down and crush in our lives. It's been a very convicting topic to study um, for the past several weeks and months. I'll be preaching to myself most of all today. The subject is pride. Everyone has it, especially me. God hates it. It cannot be hid, although it blinds the one with it. Yes. Men despise it and others. It will take us down. But beating it brings honor. We can change it. We must kill it and despise even the smell of it yes. in our lives. Yes, Lord. Pride, a high opinion of one's own qualities, attainments, or estate, which give rise to a feeling and attitude of superiority over and contempt for others, inordinate self-esteem. It's one of the most despised sins in the Word of God that we often overlook. Yes. An insidious sin that seeks to color and corrupt all mental and verbal activity and choices in our lives. Yes. Do you feel proud? I don't this morning, but are we? Yes. Right. What deceitful hearts we have. Don't wonder if you are proud. You got it at birth with the rest of that sin nature, flesh, and old man. Pride is one of the most corrupting sins in the Word of God that we underestimate. If not on our guard, we can just be casually living life and not realize we are proud, arrogant, conceited, haughty, and puffed up. That's yes. what makes this sin so destructive. It can slip in our hearts and lives in such subtle ways that we miss it at times. And the next thing you know, down we go like Nebuchadnezzar. Due to pride, the greatest and most glorious king of all time spent seven years crawling around the field on his hands and knees. What trouble, what shame, and it was all because of pride. Yes. Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. What is pride? We have a long list here for us. Practical things that we have in our lives. Pride is a constant worry if others esteem you. It does not have to be outward verbal boasting. It can be inward superiority or haughty thoughts. It deceives you to think highly of yourself. Pride is the constant envy of others' advantages. Pride compares yourself to others to be better. Pride is desire for others to do more for you. It's selfishness that keeps you from serving. Pride is pleasure hearing another in trouble or sin. Pride keeps from overlooking faults and forgiving one another. Finds comfort in criticism and bitterness towards others. Pride will reject correction and instruction. Not esteemed or loved by many indicates pride. Proud souls resist, backbite, resent, criticize, slander, and contend with others desire to be different or unconventional. By pride, we are slow at forgiving others. We enjoy others' faults and think we are better than them. It's waiting for your spouse to make amends or apologies first. Yeah. Envy or jealousy inside when others are praised. Recalls little offenses of others from the past to justify ourselves. It prevents service and help to others, and it says your life is more important. By saying they are 
Most saying they are following principle and relationship problems are proud because only by pride cometh contention. That's right. James 4 says wars and fightings are due to pride. It can be through body language or a haughty countenance like we are superior to others. It can be disrespect of authority for we think we could do better. It does not respect others' time by overstaying visits, calling, texting, emailing too often, talking more than listening, preferring limelight for service to others versus not being the unseen servant. This list isn't exhaustive, but you can see how pride can show up in almost every area of our life, and God hates it. We should hate pride and arrogance. Solomon wrote, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way and the forward mouth do I hate. Fearing God, the key to God's blessing, requires you to hate pride and arrogance. Pride can ruin you. God resents your lofty thoughts about yourself. God can blow against you to expose your folly. It destroys prudence and tempts to foolish risk. It causes men to ignore wise counsel, to be heady and high-minded. Pride distorts decision-making ability. An arrogant, conceited, or haughty person will make costly mistakes, but a humble and modest man will clearly see right and wrong, truth and error, wisdom and folly. Your greatness depends on getting rid of all pride. It blinds you to your faults and of your family, keeps you from saying you are wrong and sorry. It keeps us from loving and serving others. It costs your family, friends, your name, even a spouse. It costs evangelizing of others because even pagans discern it. It slows and stops learning by assuming wisdom. The worst thing you can have is pride. It will cost you more than any other character fault. Conceit will deceive you into folly, which will quickly and surely shame you. But humility leads to wisdom, which protects men from foolish mistakes and then disgrace. God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace to the humble. God has and will judge with severity now and later. He loves the humble, will always assist them. Humility with God is crucial for blessing or success. Pride starts in the heart, and we should clean up with God there first. He sees and knows the very thoughts and intents of our hearts. We must examine ourselves closely, find the seeds of pride in our life, and root them out quickly and completely. He will help you if you will ask. Submit, confess, repudiate, ridicule, denigrate sins and your sinfulness. It's much better to get down on our own and humble ourselves upon conviction of this sin than have God bring those afflictions and other trials in our lives to humble us. Those that walk in pride, he is able to abase. Antonyms of pride are humility, poor in spirit, modest, and meekness. Some self-testing and cures we can do to check pride in our lives. How well do we take correction? This can be a mark of wisdom or proud folly. Do we humbly hear others and mistrust our own ideas? Are we odious or gracious? Graciousness always includes much humility, and humility wants to be as compatible as possible. We should get down as a little child, just as we read in this psalm. Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor my eyes lofty, neither do I exercise myself in great matters, or things too high for me. Surely I have behaved and quieted myself as a child that is weaned of his mother, my soul, even as a weaned child. Pray and open up your whole life to God's correction. Ask him to search and try you. Do not push ambitions, agenda, protection, or pretensions. Strive for simplicity without guile and eager eager cooperation with others. Pray for blessings on those you proudly despise. 
True love and forgiveness prays for its enemies. Yes. Lift up the lowly to God. Seek their prosperity. Forgive and forget all offenses against you, yes. as Christ hath forgiven us. Yes. It's better to be cheated or violated than proud. Yes. Break your heart, as David said in Psalm 51:17. Sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Right, right. We can tell the Lord that without him we are less than nothing. <laughs> we can get outside our little lives by serving others, confess our faults, learn to say, I'm sorry. <clears throat> and how fast can we thoroughly admit our faults? True Christians admit their faults and conquer pride. All we have and are are gifts from God, from 1 Corinthians 4, 7. So why boast or be proud if we did, as if we did not receive those blessings? Appreciate correction. Choose faithful counselors and friends that are most likely to correct and wound where needed. Try exaggerating correction rather than diluting it. This is painful but constructive to crushing pride. Learn to love others like you adore yourself. Ask about them. Listen well. Praise freely. Yes. Go to others and apologize for offenses. The only reason we don't do this is because pride hinders us, not principle, so we should get down. Yes. Do you think you're humble? Then be agreeable with others, flush independence, condescend to men of low estate. Let's get over ourselves and our ideas and compare honestly by not comparing ourselves with others, because we can always find someone worse in our minds but compare ourselves to Jesus Christ yes, right. for the true acid test. We in our flesh have a perverse default to exalt and protect self. Let's despise and reject any thoughts exalting or honoring ourselves. We should think mostly of our faults and inabilities and only good, positive thoughts of others. Where is pride in your life? Look closely. Look carefully. Do you ever feel pride puffing up in you? Pride thinks you're important, it enjoys conversations and events about you, believes your thoughts and opinions are right, and you are already a proud fool if you do not think you have a problem or temptation with it. Only those who know they are proud are learning humility. To think you have beaten pride is to, is to prove arrogant conceit. The proud are blinded from true wisdom by their conceit, but lowliness shows wisdom. The humble man does not trust his knowledge or motives. He trembles before the word of God appreciates and esteems the advice of others, takes correction cheerfully, and quickly confesses mistakes and alters his life accordingly. Yes. To close, godly love and humility is defined by 15 phrases in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Many of these, if not all, are related to defeating pride. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thanketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. This is true humility and traits we should strive to master, and by doing so, we will destroy and remove pride in our lives. God loves the humble, and he's ready to pour out grace on those that yes. love it right. with him. Humility is a sure road to wisdom, which saves a man from trouble and shame, but only the lowly ever find it. These souls will be blessed. May the Lord help us. Amen.